Welcome back to Songs That Send Us. I'm your co-host Annie, here with your co-host Shadden, and we are talking about a Shadden pick today, which is Hesitate by the Jonas Brothers. So we'll be diving into a classic, not a classic, a modern classic love song. There you go. I would agree. An iconic love song. I feel like we can only say, if you don't know the Jonas Brothers, you're either born too young to have good music taste or perhaps a little bit older but you your children maybe know the Jonas Brothers that's all I can say yes no I mean I think they are a widely known name and I would assume most people know who they are I suppose though maybe not everyone Mm, has a relationship with the Jonas Brothers or know their current music as much as they know their their older music. Exactly, I would say that's valid. A couple of, um, not a couple, but a set of musketeers, three musketeers, the Joe Bros are. Mm. Mm. But we mm. both had some life changes recently, Annie, but, uh, you know, the one thing that's uh, stayed in our life is music. Okay, by that, I should, I should reference what we're talking about. Annie is TA training for her grad school program. I live in Minnesota now, friends. I went next door. Yeehaw. That's the opposite of yeehaw. Shadow started her new job. Wait, what did I say? Yeehaw. Well, like Midwest, I feel like. I mean, does Minnesota count for Midwest? I don't know. I feel like it's the north. It's just like straight up the north. Minnesota? What, the Midwest? Minnesota? Minnesota's what, Midwest? Um, hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yikes. I would assume most people consider it Midwest. Oh, well, but what do I know? I don't know. I don't know. But um, what's been what's been getting you through these tough these tough days, Annie? Transitional days. So I gotta say, listening to music lately, getting back to having to do like readings and like mm-hmm. homework already, even though I'm technically not even started with school, I'm just doing my orientation for TA. I have already started to listen to a lot more instrumental music lately. Aww. So I haven't, I would say, discovered too many new, too much music, new music this week because I've just been listening to a lot of my old favorite, like, instrumental. I want to plug, though, my mm. brother, Jack, Ooh. my twinsy. He shared with me a podcast, which a lot of people <gasps> know of it because it's like Dissect. Do you, have you heard of Dissect, right? I've the main podcast? It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he breaks down whole albums, similarly to what we do with songs, mm. I guess. Meh. But mm. he does this other podcast called Keynotes, where he, it's like newer, it only started in June, where he talks about specific things having to do with music. And he did an episode called Why Music Gives You Skin Orgasms, which is like why you get like the chills when you listen to really good music. And in it, two-pronged, one, he talks about Adagio and Strings, which is one of the instrumentals I've been listening to a lot lately after listening to this. And the other one he talks about, well, there's also other songs, but another main one he talks about is Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License. And he talks about why that song is so good and breaks it down in a very interesting way. So this is such a tangent, but I gotta say, like, for anyone who loves music, it's definitely interesting to listen to. But Adagio and Strings is one of the songs I've been listening to a lot this week now because that inspired me to start listening to instrumental again. Wow. That's, that's my long really, tangent. That's quite diverse, though. He talks about Olivia, who's, you know, really new. Yeah, and then he also talks about one of, a Kanye song or something. And talks breaks down, like, musically why they all give you that sense of, like, chill. Skingasms. Skingasms, yeah. So it was very interesting. Yeah. I think my friend, actually, that came up on her Spotify Discover page, and she was like, oh, have you heard of this? And I hadn't. I still haven't listened to it, but... 
now that you've plugged it, I feel like I extra have to listen to it. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of, I don't know, similar, adjacent to what we like to talk about and do, so. No, it's true. I'm sure you like it. will say, though, I wouldn't say instrumentals necessarily, but I have been having terrible, a terrible sleep schedule recently. I find that playing soft stuff, like be it, I don't know, water noises or instrumentals, especially on the Calm app, is really helpful. So that's another great way, reason, I should say, to listen to instrumentals. But, okay, have you heard Harry Styles' Dream With Me or whatever on the Calm app? It is... Like, no, I, you know, I get so many ads for Calm, though, and they're all, like, Harry Styles. It's called, it's literally called Dream With Me. It's, like, oh 40 God. minutes of Harry Styles whispering to you. It is glorious. I don't know if I can handle that. Sponsored by Calm. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I promise. No. I do, like, a trial or something. It's really, really helpful. Like, I, I've been going to that for three days straight, actually, his one, to help me sleep. Okay, well, perhaps I will have to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. I do have a sleep playlist of my own I listen to a lot. Oh. Yeah, but I could get diverse, I suppose. <laughs> what have you been I listening can... to besides Harry Styles on the Calm app, Shadon? <laughs> yeah, wow, we're getting spicy up in here. I'd say, honestly, I was really pleased. I think it was last week, potentially. But my Discover Weekly finally was good. Finally, it's been like three weeks of crap ones. And I find nowadays too, I get songs I actually know coming up on my Discover Weekly, which is Mm -hmm. strange. But Cinnamon Girl is one of them by ASL. And that's kind of just what I recall, a good good vibe. It's just like like vibe, chill music. You can kind of listen to doing whatever. It's not really like distracting. And then, Oh, who's it by? It's called Fire. Yeah, it's called Fire by Ellie, E-L-E-Y. And my sister had it playing in the car one day, and it's just very reminiscent to me of old weekend stuff. So kind of R&B vibes. Oh. Again, super chill. Yeah. love that yeah unfortunately i've had to listen to a lot of podcasts um this week into my work life and it's been really taking away from my music time it's offensive yeah personally rude how dare they i agree (laughs) and they're paying me and they can't let me listen to music what rude who allowed that i don't know wow okay how's it take the jonas Brothers, I told you I would maybe watch the Chasing Happiness documentary, and I you didn't. didn't. I love a liar. didn't have time to do it. So, I mean, if you wanted to take the time to just explain the whole documentary to me, I'm feel gonna free. have to. I just think but, you need to start um, pulling your weight here with the podcast because you know it just feels unequal, and I'm not really vibing with that energy um, you're bringing today. I find that <laughs> rude. <laughs> no, it actually is. is this is our last episode ever. Actually, um, <laughs> I'm leaving right now. Heart I'm storming. Annie, call this Annie storms out of the podcast. 
Annie's still in front of me, so that's another line, back to back. Anywho, this is a great documentary. Highly recommend it. It came out a, a bit ago, at least, I think it, maybe two years ago. But yeah, Jonas Brothers, bros for life. Obviously, they're actual brothers. Funnily yeah. enough, most people may not know this, there is another brother, Frankie Jonas. He exists. <laughs> the, some call him the bonus Jonas. Ooh, ooh, I like that nickname. Mm-hmm. That's good. He's the See, I'm bringing one. information. I'm bringing oh. stuff to the pod to Shannon. Maybe I knew that and just wanted to give you, like, scraps. <laughs> hmm. Wow, I'm aggressive <laughs> today. <laughs> it's all the work energy coming out. But, so, obviously, like, the three of them are closer in age. And uh, the documentary basically, like, kind of started from the beginning. And Nick was really the most talented one as a kid. He was the one singing and involved in these shows and he got discovered first and as siblings you know are competitive and get jealous of each other and that's kind of what happened with joe he was this like larger than life character and very comedic and he still is and so he wanted to get involved with plays and stuff like that too and he did and so he was kind of getting talented and discovered as well and then um kevin poor kevin (laughs) poor kevin always gets less attention but he is very talented in his own right. He does a lot of the guitar stuff with the band. Yeah. At the beginning, people were always just giving their attention to Joe and Nick. And so they got, Nick got, got discovered first, but then he's like, hey, my brothers and I like do music at home. They're really talented. And so they all um, started getting a record deal and it was great. They got like super famous and stuff like that. But it was, I feel like all that fame, as you know, it does, it puts a lot of pressure on First of all, friends, like One Direction, if you're just in a band with friends and you're that big, it kind of mentally takes a toll on you and what all the fans yeah. are saying and stuff like that. And so just imagine what it's like for brothers who are actually close, like, to begin. And I especially, I mean, same with One Direction, like, through your adolescence, being in this amount of spotlight and having that much pressure on. And then also, yeah, with your family, with your brothers, that's Yeah. And, okay, pressure. this is a little bit of a side note, but it's also relevant. So... I mean, we may disagree, but I think it can be said that Nick is the most popular, or was at least. Uh, he was the most popular. I don't think that's true anymore. You don't? Ooh, who do you think is? That's spicy. Joe. I think Joe's probably the most popular. Do you think? Okay, and I I mean, I would agree I love Joe the most, but do you think he's actually the most popular? I don't know. Maybe I'm biased, but I think I know a lot of people who used to be Nick stands and mm. are Joe stands now, so... I do love that. I only mm-hmm. asked because I was looking at their Instagrams the other day because obviously we're, you know, Joe's our favorite. He's married to Sophie Turner, who we adore. Yeah. And Nick has a shit ton of Instagram followers. I was Well, he's like an influence. I mean, like, obviously he's a famous person, but he, like, wears his name brand stuff. And that sounds mm-hmm. so shady. But I'm not trying to be shady. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah. he seems like someone who cares a lot about what he's wearing and how he's presented. And... Mm. Oh, Whereas yeah, I think that's where a lot of people maybe have turned off of him a little bit because Joe is more like, he low seems key. more relatable, more low-key, though he's, I'm, all, he's, he's not, I'm sure. But but you're right, though, and I do think maybe that's why we like him partially. He is definitely like a, a person's person. Do you know what I mean? Like Oh, my God, person. yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I was, so was going to say, we've gone so off track well, on this. Oh, I my guess. God. But like, <laughs> no. This is relevant. I because, agree. Because it's Nick, relevant. Yeah, because, because Nick, back in the day, he was like, the brothers weren't as into, you know, sitting down and creating real music. He said that in the documentary. I was like, bro, that's so shady to your brothers. And then he was, because uh, they played this game where they were super honest with each other, which, like, part of the documentary was hard to watch because they're so honest and it was kind of hurtful. 
But he essentially like sat down with his brothers. And also a big thing was Joe and Nick were so close, thick as thieves. But mm-hmm. it was so hurtful to Joe when Nick sat them down and was like, hey, we're done. I want to pursue my own music. And I'm sure Kevin felt the same too, but the documentary really highlighted that Joe felt like he couldn't like do anything without his brothers because that's how like, they grew up together. You yeah. Know, doing this band. Well, Kevin had his own life at that point to that's some true. extent. Kevin was married and was having kids and he probably didn't rely on his brothers as much mm-hmm. as like Joe then mm. clearly would have felt kind of out alone. Poor I Joe. I know. And he's, I didn't realize, I don't know if you did, but he's so sensitive and he's very like emotionally in tune and that documentary like mm. really highlighted that. But Joe ended up pursuing dance, DNC. Do they call it dance? I don't know. <laughs> I think so. That's how I always referred to it. Okay. Well, yeah. How else would you do it? Dance. DNC, and maybe like that. Dins, dins, dins. That's kind of a vibe. But they do some uh, cake by the ocean. Objectively, everyone should say that's a bop. But Nick had a super successful solo career, like Chains and Jealous. Essentially, yeah. So they were still like brothers, you know, close and all that. But they weren't tight, and it was like a huge rift. And then Q, twenty sixteen, Joe Jonas dates Sophie Turner. Ooh la la. I know she's out of his league but you know what good for him and so he like credits a lot of him wanting to like repatch it with his brothers to how close Sophie is with her brothers and I think that's kind of honestly really beautiful but yeah and that was kind of partially how they got back together they spent a year together going around Europe and stuff and that helped them get closer and then Q 2019 when I have no clue I'm talking like this Q 2019 when their comeback album Happiness Begins dropped and this beautiful song Hesitate is on there we literally like did not even say what other old bops that we like I feel like I'm just like Joe Burrow history condensed um, I will say, oh, that year was 3000, beautiful. That was a really well done. Thank you. Year three thousand and roller coaster, and obviously hesitate are my top three. So an oldie Ooh, and hit nice. my ears. Could I tell you my top three at the top of my head? Um, Absolutely not. <laughs> Annie. Could I tell you an old? I love year three thousand, obviously as well. Yes. Yes. Um, I was a big Love Bug fan. Ooh, classic. Oh, you sound like a Nick um, girl. Nick kills that one. I probably wasn't. Yeah, I was a Nick girl. Oh, well. I think. I think. Yeah, I don't think I cared about Joe. Or Kevin. Oops. But now I'm a big Joe fan, so like. Off their new album. Honestly, I thought all the songs they released, all like the singles they released were so fun. I loved seeing the music video with their wives. Yeah. All in that. Wait, what's, what was the song title for that one? Uh, sucker? Was that Sucker? Sucker. Yeah. I had such a good time with that. I don't yeah. care if it's like just basic pop. I don't think it should be considered basic pop. It's just fun and it's good. And I liked it. It was cute too. What was the one that Nick wrote for Priyanka? Only Human? Do we care? Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't care. I don't like the rest of the Anyways. No, I don't either. It, I think, oh God, I don't even want to get into it. Yeah, we're not going to get into it, but. We're yeah, we're already, yeah. Blinders on for Joe and Sophie, basically. 17 songs in, 17 minutes in, <laughs> haven't talked about the song yet. Oh my God. Yeah, you're right. Okay. But what we chose, hesitate, we chose, hesitate, collectively, because we, it's just, <laughs> it's a really lovely, like, love song. And again, Sophie influenced our love for this song. And I think it's really great. Plus it talks about, there's definite actual meaning behind the song. It's not just, oh, I love you, blah, blah, blah. And we all know yeah. Joe Jonas has had some very public relationships that he's been criticized for, like the Taylor Swift one. And I think he was with Demi. Yes. Yeah, but I think this song just He was also surprised. with, I want to say, 
sorry. I was going to say Camila Cabello, but that's not who it was. Please. Camila Bell. That's who I meant. She's an actress. Okay. She was, I think she used to be friends with Taylor Swift. I don't remember. I don't even remember what she was in, but she was another actress that they had a public breakup. Yeah, but I think this, yeah, this song, though, is just kind of, I feel like really shows him as a person, that he's, like, really devoted to Sophie, and he's matured, and all of that draws, and she's so important to him, and she and he would do anything for her. Uh, we do we love that. But yes, the song. <laughs> Should we play a little bit, or should I give more context? I've just given, like, ten minutes Let's of context. Let's play it. Let's play Jesus it Jesus Christ, first. okay. the tears right off your face won't get scared that's the old 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 me i'll be there time and place lay it on me all your hold 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 in time time only heals if we work through it now and i We'll figure this out I will take your pain And put it on my heart I won't hesitate Just tell me where to start I think the ocean's forgiven me you You saved me once and I'll save you too Tate. <laughs> from like about today where it takes it took so long to get to the chorus and I feel like the chorus here is just like bam yeah right there yeah I don't know I really like the way they break this song up with Nick kind of taking a like obviously singing as well but he takes a little bit of a backseat to Joe which yeah is nice. you can tell it's Joe's song and yeah I just think this song like for me this song doesn't do that much for me musically like it's a very simple song that way. What does it for me in this song is lyrically, and especially once you know the backstory of where these lyrics come from, it means even more. But even just not knowing and hearing, like this is like, this is a love song. It's a very, it, the content of it is deep and romantic. And it's, I feel like very streamlined into that feeling, which is kind of, I don't know, beautiful to listen to. I think you're right. This, I mean, objectively, I'm sure this is not a massive standout for a lot of people on the album. But I feel like for people who care, not care, but for people who relate to songs that you hit you emotionally, this is going to be one of the songs you notice the most. You know, Mm -hmm. I feel like the other ones, I mean, they're fun, but they might not hit resonate as much as like this resonates, especially with someone who might have an experience of loving someone and knowing mm-hmm. that like you're just so grateful they're they're in your life and like you do anything for them that's true and I think they were really intentional with this album and like the lyrics they wrote and genuine meaning behind the songs and they kind of weren't yeah. in the past for obviously pop hits and Disney influence and all of that but mm-hmm. I mean this is just I think the first verse particularly it just shows won't get scared that's the old 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 me 
And yeah. then you have the kind of lay it on me, all your hold, hold, holding. That just shows when you love someone, you want to take all of their pain and kind of make mm. it yours. And you just don't want them to be hurt. You'd rather you're the one hurting, which I think. And he's even referencing that in the past, like he's owning up to maybe things when he wasn't the best boyfriend or the best, you know, most mature person in a relationship. And I think he's at the point in his life where he can realize that and do better and that's what's happening in this song and he's telling Sophie that. Yeah, and I think it also hints to the fact that or it also hints to the fact of when someone makes you better mm. or you or someone makes you want to be better for them, you know, like that's also in there. Like won't get scared that's the old me because yeah. Sophie's brought this new him out or at least makes him want to try to be a new version of himself that's a great point too because the one in the chorus you saved me once and i'll save you too obviously that also yeah. is the reciprocal uh, relationship here I, I really love that line too because i just think that's such a simple beautiful like description of what love i think ideally is which is two people being there for each other mm through everything and so I love that you save me once I'll save you too and I won't hesitate for you like that just the thought that they'll be there for each other no matter what it is you just made me realize I don't think we do a lot of love songs I think we do a lot of like breakup type songs oh yeah no we do a bunch of depressing stuff yeah and so to see this it seems like a very healthy relationship where they're kind of trying to help each other and I think to the uh I will take your pain of the chorus is amplified mm. in meaning when, and most, I don't know if most people know this, but Sophie's pretty open to that. She had depression and a lot of it culminated at 17 because of all her adolescence, 13 to 17, when you're literally developing as a person, was in the spotlight. And on the yeah. most popular show literally. of like all time Game of Thrones. Yeah. As, as who's supposed to be the beautiful sister, mm. you know, everyone commenting on her body and her weight how and disgusting. how she looks. She, yeah. like, was counting calories. She's a twig already. Like, can you believe? This is yeah. terrible. Yeah, and I mean, I think you can literally take that line, I will take your pain, as she's actually going through it, you know? Because I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of time that's just empty words, but genuine here, and that kind of, I feel like, shows the depths of their relationship. Yeah. He says, and put it on my heart, too. That's cute. Not just, like, you know, I think that's something that's very, I don't know, It's a nice touch there. Your water bottle is huge. <laughs> Audience members who can't see this, Shannon has this just ginormous large water bottle she just pulled out. It's like not even like thick, it's just so long. Oh my god. How does does that fit into one of your bags? Please. Um I had to carry it. I'm like it's so long. It's not even wow. It's Icelandic in case you guys were curious. NSFW. Exposed Shannon drinks Icelandic water. (laughs) It's my mother. She's got her bougie water taste. Uh, you know, but I have a balanced pH body currently, 8.4. Yeah, no, you're very hydrated, clearly, and I'm kind of jealous. I haven't been drinking enough water lately. But back to Sophie and Joe's Um, love. I don't even know what you're saying. You had a thought. Did you finish it? Who knows? Not me. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, you were saying put it on my heart, which I just also love a man that can be so vulnerable publicly. This is just genuinely a love letter, and millions of people are hearing it he performs it on their tour and i really actually like this quote that he said he was like oh favorite song to play selfishly it has to be hesitate hesitate is a song i wrote it's like my vows before i wrote my vows it's my promise to sophie for me it takes me to a whole different universe i'm seeing her walk down the aisle again every time i close my eyes what a freaking sap can you believe it wow get you a man like that i know wow Mm. 
But, I mean, you have, like, the really poetic lyrics in this. I mean, I think they're poetic. Not everyone might. Then you have the literal, I think the ocean's forgiving me you. Ocean's between them. America, she's British, you know what I mean? So, but on the nose there. But I also really love that line. It's my favorite. It could also be metaphorical. It could have dual meaning. Yeah. What a... What a... I've seen a lot of... I've seen several fan fictions named I think the oceans for giving me you oh stop that's so cute yeah I've seen fan fictions titled with this song but no I love that line too um, do you know how they met I believe it was I feel like it was a, like a mutual friend or no he slid into her dms that's what it was on instagram which oh. uh 21st so did century. the oceans give each other them or was it twitter who made I this I think happen? instagram forgive me oh instagram <laughs> Yeah, no, that's actually a good point. You should basically uh, tweet him and be like, Joe, what's the truth? But, I mean, that's... I think he he was probably trying to make it seem a little more romantic than him sliding into her DMs by saying, the oceans gave me, you know? Anywho. Oceans, um, water, bodies of water are so romantic. I would agree, actually. (laughs) You know what I mean? What is it? I mean, like, water really has to do with emotions, too. Obviously, I'm 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 a water sign. And... There is a heavy connection between emotion and um, intuition and water. And just an ocean is such a romantic image. I agree. That's I wonder really all I had to say. Let's play a little bit more of Hesitate. Don't you ever say goodbye. And cross my heart and you can keep, keep, keep mine. If I could only read your mind. Then I can map out all the ways to make it right. this whole thing ah! are you kidding <laughs> wait I that's mean, Nick's crazy great but like knowing that joe wrote this for sophie i wish joe would just have just saying it I'm but i get it's the group so they gotta love that it's so funny though we were on totally different trains there wow and he's a truly siloed <laughs> in on mr joe jonas here yeah I mean, Nick imagine sounds great he does sound good. Yeah, I mean, I think it would have been cool if it was completely him, too, but I don't think that would ever happen on an album. Or, like, I just wish Joe was at the forefront for all of it and Nick had done, like, backup vocals. Oh, that's a good point. Is there any Kevin, Kevin action on this? I don't Is think Kevin so. Is Kevin ever really saying that much? I mean, he usually he's just, put, like, he's Yeah, he's playing the guitar in the back. Is he? I could that's not what even he's tell. Doing. Whoops. Well, how is it tell? I'm assuming he plays guitar. That's what he does all the time, right? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, I feel like I sound really salty this episode. I don't mean to. I'm just no, I love it. We love just salt. Spitting facts. Like that guy, Mr. Salt. I can't even do how he does it. Oh, the meme? Yeah, Mr. Salt meme. Yeah. Iconic. Iconic meme. Where were we with this song? Um, 
track is not Nick. we've like fallen off the railroad i will take your pain and put it in my put it on my heart i won't hesitate just tell me where to start i think the pre-chorus which nick sings the time time only heals if we work through it now i think that's a nice kind of we're growing together and we can figure it out together line because the, yeah. they seem like such equals in this relationship which i love they save each yeah. other. They work together together. They understand who each other are. Yeah. Time only yeah. heals if we work through it now. I love that too because it's acknowledging like this. You need to like, like if you don't address the problems, they're always going to be there. And if you really want to give yourself the best chance, you need to try to resolve them early and be able to communicate and move forward together. In the second verse too, that line, if I could only read your mind, then I could map out all the ways to make it right. I love that too like wish understanding that there is something like you'll never fully be able to know exactly what the other other person is thinking and you wish you could just because you want to be able to help them so badly but then to go straight into the pre-chorus after that and say that the time only heals if we work through it now is kind of like I can't know what you're thinking but I am here I want to work through with you and we should do anything for her love that rare quality (laughs) we sound like couple therapists here oh my god not certified to it's getting speak. wild i feel like we should just listen to the, the end of the song now okay the bridge, yeah I was gonna, well also the, but the last chorus that joe sings is really gorgeous and soft then let's oh, listen yeah. we have to okay. have i mean to. why not let's play the whole song i hold you tight don't be scared cause i'm on your side now there's nothing i would saying the last line of that (laughs) this is joe's song but that bridge into that chorus is so powerful i love the bridge in this song just like i don't know there's something about it no there's nothing i wouldn't do for you that's not how it goes goes, but yeah no those years are so good don't be scared because i'm on your side no there's nothing i wouldn't do for you true love baby i just i wonder i actually don't know if he wrote this like on his own or if it was like a collaborative effort but that'd be also that line pull me close and i'll hold you tight tight. too so great because like waiting for her to be ready and then knowing as soon as she is reciprocating fully but see, that's the thing, too. Also, added context, she said, like, in a couple of interviews that she he made her want to love herself and put herself first because he loved Aww. her more than he did himself. Yeah, can you? I just can't. But I think that line that you just mentioned, also, that also just, again, shows their the kind of equality and, like, reciprocal nature of this. Yeah, no, like, 100%. 
Yes. And then the I, I just really adore the last chorus. I do think Joe should have finished it all off. Agree. Just basically Joe everything. But again, Nick sang really well in this. I love how in that one last chorus, there's you've got the strings kind of like plucking in the background and it's kind yes. of softer. You can't, yeah, the way Joe sings that when it gets so soft and oh, it feels like it's being pulled straight from his heart for Sophie. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so lovely. Like, like he's singing just to her that last verse by kind of making it slower and more intimate. Yeah, I just, it's straight to her. And like, I won't hesitate just telling me where to start. I know we talked about these lines a million times, but it's just like so clear that there isn't obstacles for them because whatever they, or like that's what their love feels like to them. That the, It doesn't matter what comes up and because they'll just work through it together. And he won't hesitate. And together they'll be able to do it and just... Love that. Absolutely love the song. What a great pick. What a nice tonal change from about today. I gotta, I gotta do that. I gotta spring it on you sometimes. But yeah. I, I would genuinely love to see them in concert. I just know they're always kind of weird dates that they're touring. Yeah. Me. Yeah. It would be fun though. It would be. I don't know if they're coming to Minnesota, but if they are, time to time to rip it up. <laughs> yeah, which are the Jonas Brothers. Well, honestly, I think I'm, I I'm sure you feel the same in so many people. It's so impressive the fact that they have kind of managed to rebrand themselves the way they have from the people they were. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, we loved their music as kids or like teens, whatever we were, and then now as adults, they are still producing great songs and kind of managed yeah. to have a different vibe about them absolutely no it is are we having another Um, tone shift next week well next week i have decided we will talk about the iconic the legendary we're taking it back to early 2000s again sunrise oh by nora jones not what i thought it was gonna be (laughs) love curve baby wow i was thinking you were gonna say florence I know, but I can't decide what foreign oh, okay. song we need to talk about. So I'm still overwhelmed by that. And it's going to take me at least another two weeks. Well, or, Nora Jones is yeah. definitely still a different vibe. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. So we'll be doing that next week. In the meantime, though, catch us on our socials. Instagram and Twitter at Songs That Send Us. You can send us an email, too, if you want. I don't know oh, I would what you'd say in it. But you could tell songs you like. The age of 20. Songs That Send Us. At gmail.com. Yeehaw. Anything you would like to add, Shadden? Um, I would like to add that the only appropriate favorite Jonas brother is Joe Jonas. Peace out. I second <laughs> it. And with that, we love you and leave you. Bye. Bye. Put it on my heart. Just tell me where to start.